I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Baby bitches leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. The Turkey Boys are here in the zone. The, I'm the Scotty Boy here with Ryan Ankner. We're the Turkey Boys. Did I say that twice? I think I did. I'm okay with it either way. What's happening, Hoops? Kid, big show tonight. We have a guest flying in oh. from NBC's Chicago Verse. <laughs> He's going to be joining us for our Halloween Kills review later in the program. They actually had to fly in one of the naval jets that's us- <laughs> usually for transporting hundreds and hundreds of troops yeah. just to get our larger friend on without having issues. Yeah, He can't fly commercial is what I'm saying. It's like that scene, he's obese. that scene in Pacific Rim where they need the, <laughs> the jets to drop off the dope robots Correct. to fight the monsters. Only this robot can't do anything except show up late because he's got too many fucking kids. How fucking dare you? But yes, that'll be later in the program. Very exciting. Mm. I'm excited to watch Halloween with the team. It's going to be big. I agree. But we should get right into it and talk about this week's most fucked up story. Uh, The Rock is getting into the rap game. Listen to this, folks. Yeah, let's just play it. This is a new song. Oh, my God. Who's uncomfortable? This is The Rock rapping. There's 30 more seconds. I don't know if I can physically... I'm like, I'm going to combust. Listen to this. Sneaking in all my awful bits. Boots to asses, everybody. Trying to eke in an ad for my tequila. As I pump my body full of D-Ball, Decker, Clenbuterol, Winstrol, TRT, and HGH, brother. (laughs) My heart's beating at 400 (laughs) beats per minute. But yeah, this is a song, this makes like Will Smith's PG raps seem even doper than they are. I actually like Will Smith's raps. I don't want to lump this in with that. But what this do you is like just about him? The worst kind of celebrity being like, I'll do a rap. And he tweeted this alongside being like, thank God I didn't suck. Like, this is my big rap debut with Joey Cool and fucking two other sidecars. Where is the love for me? I mean, I don't know if you got the full breadth of that from that clip, folks, but... That song it's, is called Face Off by Tech 9 mm. And if you want to hear it, it's everywhere and it's awful. Yeah. And it's embarrassing. And even though he only raps for like 30 seconds, I bet that had like 65 writers where he's just, I want to get this perfect. <laughs> yeah. Let's have as many writers working on this as possible, brother. Bring them all in. Ugh, embarrassing. But yeah, that... uh. The Rock, I, I just don't even know what to say about him at this point. We're He's everywhere. Have... He has a tequila. He has clothing. He has wrestling. He has movies. Now music. He's just transcending all industries. Our guests will have some words to say about The Rock. Yeah, he's a rock guy, which yeah. is going to be very funny. Yeah, yeah. I feel like The Rock and Tom Brady overlapped on Twitter the other day, and I Parsons posted it. And I was just, I messaged him just like, is this like the moment for you? Like Mm. when they came together, (laughs) is that all that you were waiting for? 
So yeah. yeah, I forget if we said his full name, but Sean S. Patty P. Parsons will be joining us today, this is. which is a big deal. He's called in a couple of times. He's one of our top fans. So mm. this is sort of like a make a wish, as was Monty being here. Mm. They're very, very active fans of the podcast, which is great. Probably the prince of the turkey heads. I would say so. Monty exists. Monty noses him out just because of the, the amount of listens. Like mm. five listens is fucked. He's fucked. Monty up. doesn't have kids though, so I think he has extra time on his hands. No. Um, I got a lot of news. I don't know about you. Did you see that Tom Cruise stuff the other day? Where he's looking puffy at the baseball game, the yeah. Giants game. I love baseball. How... Is that Giants? Yeah, I think it was a Giants game. That sounds right. But yeah, everyone online was roasting him, being like, "Who's this guy?" Saying he looks like Norm McDonald, which I didn't agree with, but a lot of oh, people like had Norm that got sick. That's sad. I guess. Or maybe just because he just looked a little puffy. It was probably just a weird day. Or maybe like... I think he just had a gain. Like a That's gain? like the face of a gain. And I discussed this with Lucy because my initial response was like, obviously, he's had work done in the past. He's had his teeth redone. And, mm. you know, there's got to be a hair transplant or something. I looked at him, I was like, well, that looks like he had filler or something, right? And she goes, nah, like, if he got filler, there'd be no reason for it to be, like, on his jowls and, like, around his neck. Like, his whole face is, is you know, puffier. Yeah. He doesn't look better. No. Yeah, maybe it's just, like, the post-shooting Mission Impossible 7 cooldown. He's in, like, Vin Perhaps, Diesel yeah. mode where he's just <laughs> relaxed and putting on a couple. I mean, Tom Cruise deserves it. I feel like the the thing about being a mega A-list celebrity with unlimited budget, you can do whatever you want to your body. And then like there's wonderful doctors and like supplement regimens and HGH administered by a doctor and Kid. like five personal trainers and a chef who makes all your meals. And in like three weeks, you can get back to what you used to look like. That's my favorite when out of shape people see in-shape celebrities and go, if I had like all of his money i'd do that too and it's like could you though <laughs> could you because there's still dedication you still have to do the work mm. and it's like you still have to not go to mcdonald's every day it's about time it's about patience it's about putting <laughs> the work but boots to asses yeah. this kid ain't gets it i'm uh i'm singing right to you bud i'd like to put my boot to the rock's ass <laughs> and send him off a cliff candy ass did you see there's like i'm not going to go into a whole thing but the r kelly news mm. he his music sales went up over 500 percent following his uh rape conviction like oh. album streams went from 11 million to almost 14 million see that's a lot and then like people were like fully just launching into his stuff which is wild is it like people think it's going to get taken down and they want to get <laughs> i believe you can fly in as many times as they yeah. can i'm downloading his discography to a hard drive and then i'm disconnecting it and burying it so i'll have it just in case anything happens that'll be my storage unit yeah isn't that funny that like if they want to say you have a favorite musician and you don't own any of their physical media because no one owns physical media anymore you oh. have like all of their songs on your phone Mm. They take it down, it's gone. You can't keep it. Even if you downloaded it, it'll still vanish if it's in a Spotify account. Yeah, that's the fucked up thing about uh, going digital. Physical media does have its perks. I got a stack of DVDs that'll line right up with that. Oh. Oh, can I do birthdays? Please. Otherwise, I will forget. Hit me. Got a couple funny ones this week. A uh, friend of the show, Guillermo del Toro, is 57. Wow. Dan Stevens is 39. Oh, Danny boy. Bella Hadid, model and no one, is 25. 
Hi. And Mickey Hilton, who's even less of a person, is 38. <laughs> I love you giving a shout out to Nikki Hilton. No good. <laughs> Paris Hilton's like that side, sidecar of a sister who barely exists. They're famous for being rich. Yeah. Which is not a bad place to be. Okay, that's what we're going to be fucking famous for. You fucking hear that shit? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I don't know. Was that you? I think it might have been me. Yeah, that was you. That wasn't me. It was me. Couldn't have been. Um, yeah, no deaths that I saw. Mm. Did you see any good deaths? Did I miss one? Bam Margera is circling the drain at this point. <laughs> Fucking April. He got Phil. arrested again and sent to rehab. And like there was like a, a rumor of him seen drinking in a casino last week. That spitballed or spiraled rather into him the book of saw. assaulting a woman. Nailed it. Yes. And then now he's in rehab. Mm. And I just I have him in the death pool as I picked him as like a stunt pick back when I was actually getting lots of deaths. And now I think it's like every time he relapses and his name pops up in the news, I'm like, we're getting close any day now. He's going to live forever. I hope not. He's one of those dudes. I hope not. But he might. Imagine him in his 80s. Fucking Phil. I'm surprised he hasn't launched like his own jackass with like a... Like a straight-to-video, similar to Jackass title. It's like, this is fucking me and the boys. With a bad crew. Fucking doing our thing. Ape, Phil. But uh, this I thought was fun just because the headline wowed me. Scream actor David Arquette has acquired the rights to Bozo the Clown and plans to build a quote-unquote spider-verse of Bozos across the U.S. Are you intrigued? Uh, Bozo did the dub. So I believe that will be interesting as long as there's a clown pewter involved. Is that a thing? Is this like cool guy internet speak? No, this is from an I Think You Should Leave sketch where he pretends to upload a a YouTube. It's if you don't know this, I thought you'd know the sketch. It's fine. Yeah. I'm dying on the vine. (laughs) No, um, I don't think Bozo the Clown is very interesting. I don't think you're very interesting, Bozo. And I think David Arquette is a bit of a Bozo. So it lines up. (laughs) Hi, oh. That's He's this like on about. again, off again, sober guy, right? And then he was like running nightclubs for a while, and now, yeah. and now what? I mean, he's got that big scream reboot coming out. He probably needed that. He needed that work, yeah. Dewey, do you watch that trailer? Oh, yeah, you don't watch trailers? No anymore? trailers. I didn't watch the new Batman trailer, even though I really wanted to. I thought it looked very underwhelming. It looks very much like Scream Five instead of like a franchise reinvigorating fresh take. It's just like, oh, this is just another one. Like, yeah, maybe it'll be. And good. it's called Just Scream again, right? Yeah. Which, you, is which one you of, hate. One of Scotty's pet peeves. And I love. Like, they did it with the first Halloween, of which the sequel we're watching later. They just called That's it Halloween. That's the one we saw in theaters, right? 2018? Yeah. yeah. Okay. The last time we hung out with Parsons? <laughs> <laughs> Not too far from the truth. No, no, no. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, I will see the new Scream. I don't know if I'm going to love it, but I'll see it. Yeah. Same deal with uh, the new Ghostbusters, which I send you this review. Reviews are trickling in now. This guy gave it one star out of five and said it's a slimy, stinking corpse of a sequel. <laughs> I love what great- was your review? Yeah, mine is, uh, Bustin' makes me feel bad. <laughs> like you the written, song. You should have written B-B-B-Bustin'. That's true. I put in some music notes. Okay, good enough. I haven't even seen the movie yet, but I was like... I gotta fire this up on Letterboxd. <laughs> How many more swings are they gonna take at Ghostbusters is what I wanna know. I mean, seemingly endlessly. I don't get it. It's not that great of a premise. 
No. Lady Ghostbusters, yeah, like people hate this new one more than Lady Ghostbusters, it seems. Hey, hey. Ghostbusters. He's the buster. And uh, Joe Para talks to you. Season three starts in three weeks. I didn't even know they were like coming out with a new season. So <laughs> this was uh, news to me. I like how he just popped up like sitting at a bar by himself for that little like three second promo video. Like, like, oh, hey. Hey, it's, it's me, Joe Para. My show's coming back with all new episodes. <laughs> His whole bit, folks. It's on HBO Max. Check it out. Incredible stuff. And uh, do you have a sports corner this week? I I don't. I love when you summon me to the sports corner because I feel like I'm a sporto. Sometimes I feel like it's a me alone bit. Hmm. Where is it? Where's my sports music? Here it is. He's in. All right, men. Rather sedated. All right, men. There. Uh, all right, men. He's back. Kyrie Irving from the Brooklyn Nets isn't allowed to play in home games at the Barclays Center because he refuses to get vaccinated with the COVID vaccine. Scandalous. And uh, that's it. Yeah, that's... Aren't a bunch of athletes doing that? I only know of him, but I would imagine so. They're a bunch of dopes. Yeah. I've seen that, like, popping up here and there. My favorite is when people compare it to, like, if Kyrie Irving doesn't want to get vaccinated, like, why can't women not have abortions? And it's like, that's, nope, not the same thing. It's fucked up. Especially at this point. It's like, you're still doing anti-vax stuff? Like, get out of here. Just take it. Get the fuck out of here. It's funny because in, like, 10 years, we'll probably find out that it gave us all some rare form of, like, melanoma and everybody's going to die from it, but... You know, in the moment now, I'm just like, just take it. I did it. You should too. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I feel the same way. (laughs) How dare you not? How funny would that be if the anti-vax people were actually correct? I mean, maybe Hank will pop by a little later and let us know a thing or two. I only know one anti-vax person and they are like vehemently opposed and they have the most wild hot takes I've ever heard in my life. And it's uh, like insane. And I don't know. I mean, imagine if that was all true. Yeah. And while we're just, we got some sports corner fumes here. Take a stand together. See that Chuck Liddell was arrested for domestic violence in Los Angeles? I did see that. I forgot to write it down. That's awesome. I mean, you hate to see a former Entourage guest star let us down. Chuck Liddell of Entourage fame is what the headline of the article read. I think he had like a two-episode run and a Popeye in the movie. Didn't he like fight Turtle or something? He did fight Turtle, now that you mention it. That, so I think that was stupid. in the movie. And then he fights Ronda Rousey. What a film that was. Wow. <laughs> this theme song coming on in the Entourage movie, one of the biggest laughs I've ever had in a movie theater. <laughs> I feel like... I needed to like be stopped and, like I, cool myself down for a i pit. saw the entourage movie with a girlfriend at the time and an hour into the movie she goes i'm gonna go outside like i really don't like this <laughs> and she just left and i was like it, we we're in the lux theater so i was like ah, i guess i'm just gonna finish the movie alone and there was like 20 minutes left i was like fuck it i'll just finish it by myself so proud of you for doing that i hung in there and finished it and also proud of her for just walking out not even like being like i'm gonna go check out another movie it's like oh no i'm, I'm just gonna go sit outside no, she like, went outside and got some fresh air probably ripped a couple of lung dots like i'm just gonna look at the sky and 
think about something that isn't these fucking asshole idiots. She'd rather watch cars pulling in and out of a parking lot than finish an actual film that was made for probably $20, $30 million. Kid, if she stayed in the Entourage movie, she could watch really sick cars pull in and out of a parking lot. Fuck, kid. Like a fucking Bugatti. Isn't that sick? So sick. And... Did you? We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Netflix was uh, waffling on whether or not to release an NC-17 explicit cut of uh, Andrew Dominic's new movie, Blonde, which is about Marilyn Monroe starring uh, Anna de Armas, friend of the show. NC-17 because like, she does fucking, full frontal or fucking, what's going on there? I think so, my man. She's a, she's a pretty lady. That's no, all I'm going to say. She is. Keeping it classy. And it's nice to see, I don't know why they were making a thing of this to begin with. It's like, you're Netflix, you can air whatever you want. Like, why are you being such prudes about an NC-17 movie? Quit messing with the work. I think Netflix likes to be in the news. Because mm. they're they're really milking the Dave Chappelle stuff with Ted Sarandos, like, backing Dave Chappelle and all the trans oh, all the trans people who work for Netflix walking out. Yeah. And, like, all these people protesting the special, which, if you watch the special... From the perspective of a cisgendered white male, it's safe. I'm going to give it a green light. <laughs> safe? That's safe. Yeah, that, I still haven't seen that special. It's so good, dude. But people, Watch it. I know, I got to get it then. People keep going like back and forth about the thing. It's My new take is being takeless. Not caring about anything at all anymore. That's my new take. No take at all? Yeah. I'm just going to say... I must be, that'd be kind of nice, actually. Maybe I'm going to do that, too. I'm going to say, who cares equally to both sides of every argument? This sounds foolproof. Yeah, I don't... I mean, who can challenge that? I'm takeless, folks. Well, did you know that silence is violence? Wow. That's what I'll say to that. You got to have a take. Fuck. I mean, I'll... We'll see if this lasts. <laughs> I might have a take coming up. Um, Did you see that Ringo Starr has finally dropped his legal battle against a penis ring company called Ringo. Ring O. Yeah, that, that's what it was. It was like ring and then the O is capitalized. Hello, with peace and love, I must ask you to stop using my name for this penis ring company. Like a penis ring, like shaped like a penis, like explain, like a ring you wear on your penis. Yeah. Isn't that a thing people do? I you I've know, heard of a cock ring. Yeah, I guess. like that. Like yeah. like I like you put it at the base so that it helps you stay hard. Yeah. Like the Ronnie on Howard Stern stuff. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why they call it. What did penis it have to rings. do with Ringo? I mean it seems just like an odd thing to tie his name to. It's called Ringo. Like the <laughs> name of the item is Ring and then a, a big O. And I guess he can be the only Ringo. Is his uh I respect his that. case. I mean, it's kind of fucked up. I broke my knee, man! With peace and love, peace and love. I have the peace and love drop. I can't find it. It's just That's lost fair. in my Vagaro. Oh. And I hate it. Or whatever this is. Hello. My Vagaro. Far, Farago. Don't worry about it, mate. I'm getting my app, apps messed up. Mixed up. Oh, there it is. He's having a goo. Great production here, Ryan. Peace and love. I'm telling you with peace and love, stop putting a ring on your penis. (laughs) Today actually is the Beatles Let It Be uh, album remaster release, like Mm. 28 year anniversary or whatever the fuck. And Mm. 
it's, it's probably way more years than that. Yeah, just like they're, probably 60. Yeah, like and casually. It's, um, they're doing that, and then the Peter Jackson Beatles documentary releases, it's three parts, releases next month on Disney+. Plus. Mm. So it's big time for the Beatles right now. We got cock rings, documentaries, yeah. remastered albums. They got it all. You can act like a man! Yeah, I feel like at least once a year they're like... There's a new Beatles documentary, and it blows all the other ones completely out of the water. We somehow keep unearthing new footage of this band that broke up like 48 years ago. Are you a Beatles guy? Yeah, I mean, they got a bunch of cuts. I I feel like it would be impossible not to. Lucy but. and Rian both hate the Beatles. Hate? Collect hate. Wow. Like, Lucy says she thinks they're overrated and like made fun of me for liking them, and Rian, same situation, so... I'm like feeling like, am I a hack for loving the Beatles? I do think they have a good amount of songs that are like annoying or that I've heard too many times. But what's they got, they got your some least jams. favorite Beatles song? Like, what's a song you hate? That's easy. Like, Paperback Writer. That's a dud. That's a dud. Yeah. I don't like that song either. A lot of those early, like, goofy ones, I'm just like, ugh, like, enough of this. You don't like, like, the Meet the Beatles stuff, like, Drive My Car and. Don't love it. She Loves You. She Loves You's a cut. She Loves You's a huge cut. Yeah. I'm not going to fight that cut. Yeah. But. Yeah, I don't know. Paul McCartney on Howard Stern, they replayed that the other day. Hello. And he was talking about how he... <laughs> I feel like I'm doing a different voice for all of them, but I'm not at all. No, they're all the same. <laughs> hey, it's me. It's me, George, Paul, I saw and Paul O'Ringo. McCartney in a, in a gym in Los Angeles once doing a headstand. <laughs> Ank, True spo- story. Ank, spot me. Ank, grab my legs. Put your tongue in me bum, mate. <laughs> oh, things have taken a turn. Oh, and now I'm eating uh, Paul McCartney's asshole <laughs> in public. My goodness. Oh, mate, I just came. John Lennon and Sun Yi are watching. My, I mean, my semen has the consistency of tea. I meant to say Yoko Ono. I said Sun Yi. What do you mean? <laughs> You're fucking my wife? Paul, we talked about this. That'd be fucking dope. I can't if, do Woody Allen at all. If Woody Allen was in the Beatles, that'd be kick-ass. Only instead of the Beatles, they'd be the... <sighs> Ooh... Folks, we have a bit give up. What an awful improver. I had coffee because I was feeling sluggish and it's like not working. He's powering through. We're working on it. What? I'm staring at my wall of kings to inspire myself. No doubt. I'm just looking at that picture of Vin with his arms crossed, hoping to just draw any kind of inspiration. The movies. Speaking of the movies, uh, I didn't even know Daniel Day-Lewis had a son. Who is this under his knife? Actually, it's a... Junior? It's a daughter. Or no, it is a son. Gabriel Kane Day-Lewis, son of actors Daniel Day-Lewis and Isabel Ajani, has been cast alongside Gina Carano in Terror on the Prairie for The Daily Wire. The movies. Oh, the, like, Ben Shapiro movie network? Yeah. I was going to say, didn't Gina Carano get violently canceled and then start making movies with Ben Shapiro? But that's the movie. (laughs) Making something with Daniel Day Lewis's son. Like it's almost as good as Daniel Day Lewis, but he's just half of his cum. Yeah. As long as they got that Day Lewis, they'll probably make a whole thing of this. That'd be funny if he was somehow an even better actor than than Daniel Day Lewis. I simply don't have time for a confrontation. Yes. My son has been cancelled, and he's making a turkey with Gina Carano. <laughs> Why? Why? Excuse me. Haven't busted that voice out in a bit. 
Did you see that Selena Gomez is secretly dating Chris Evans? I was hoping you were going to say me. That'd be like way cooler. Fuggin? Fuggin. Wait, who's Selena Gomez and Chris Evans? Chris Evans. Wow. You believe it? I you mean. It's bullshit. <laughs> can you even believe it? Is he like way older than her? She's probably well, older no, than age, I think. Age-wise, they're fine. But I just, he, I feel like he has like a an interesting brunette girlfriend every six months, like a new one. Yeah. And I can't think of any of the other examples, but. I mean, that's what Captain America deserves. Remember his dick think? pic? It was a nice <laughs> oh, yeah. piece. I forgot about that. Looked like he was like at least seven and a half. <laughs> Folks. Nice girth. Folks, is this true? Email in. Mm. Enough the podcast. Enough the podcast at gmail.com. Subject, Chris Evans' penis. Yes. And it will be read on air. Thank you. I feel like the listeners should email us more. Like, I will read your emails. <laughs> like, how you don't want to be read? I've been thinking of that for several years. Oh, hey, Tuna. Actually, now that you mention that. What's going on, Tuna? You probably didn't see this either because you're not a trailer guy, but the trailer for the new Home Alone movie that's called Home Sweet Home Alone, I think. I hate that a lot. It's not great. Uh, They got the British kid from Jojo Rabbit as the Kevin McAllister type lead who gets left home alone. And then you got like Rob Delaney in a fucking fleet of sidecars just... Filling out this cast. It looks like, you know, very much for kids. And it's like a Disney Plus original. It'll be straight to Disney Plus? I think so. And it not doesn't, in theaters at all, It hopefully. doesn't look like a theatrical release. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, like Home Alone 1 and 2, those are classics that are good for kids and for adults. And, and st- don't forget Home Alone 3. The, with that chubby kid who probably turned into a crystal meth dealer or something. Yeah, he definitely did. There's no Three's way that trash. kid is still working and in a, in a good place in life. One and two hold up like you wouldn't even believe. And yeah, that's why I'm ready to like write this movie off and not even watch it. But then they have a moment in the trailer where Buzz, who played Kevin's Daniel older brother. Daniel Yeah. They got him doing at least a cameo playing a cop, like investigating the house. I was like, fuck, I need to watch this piece of shit to see like his one minute scene where he has a reference to the old one. And I'm like, oh, that's fun. Yeah, I'm there based on that entirely. And if it's straight to Disney Plus, I'll watch it. Yeah. Much like I watched Fauci the other night, which you'll hear more about in the reviews. Wow. Entirely. (laughs) Wowchi. Holy shit. Wait, Um, I can't believe you watched all of that. I watched all of that. And it's an hour and 44 minutes. Which is 45 minutes too long for a documentary. <laughs> Documentaries are supposed to be just shy of an hour, especially, in my opinion. Especially one called Fauci. It's just a, all, it's just a huge puff piece just sucking Fauci's dick for almost two hours. That's and it's like, look at how hard it was for him in the 80s when all the gay guys didn't like him because they thought his treatment of the AIDS virus was wrong. That documentary should be six minutes long, I would say. I'd say like Even six to seven it. minutes and then we're good. Like you can sum up the entire... You could sum up everything they talked about in five minutes, truly. It's mm. just the same thing over and over again. And people have been talking about uh, the Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox stuff quite a bit. There must have been like an article or something this came from or some There's sort of a, interview. They did a GQ uh, interview. Okay. And like the they, GQ does video <laughs> interviews now. That's so loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure is. Hey, Machine, <laughs> quiet down. And I guess they're like talking about zodiac signs and like fucking and just blood and yeah they got some wild pull quotes here they said uh 
We usually don't kiss. We just put our lips right in front of each other and breathe each other's breath. And he also went on to say... So awkward. When they first met, she said, you smell like weed. And he responded, I am weed. Which uh, became something of a meme online this past week. Got pulverized into oblivion. Of course it did. (laughs) Within the matter of like an afternoon. Although there were some good ones like... The George Costanza one, I had a good. The I am that. weed stuff, I'm in. I think they're all funny. I'm still in. I'm not. It's You're it's been. In? Yeah, I mean, it's that and evil stuff, like evil George Costanza or whatever, and then it flips to do the reverse of whatever their usual is. Yeah, I'm tired of that bit even more than the I am weed. They're stuff. both pretty dead. Yeah, but I'm still in on both. What do you think? When you see like a bunch of lazy ones in a row, it just kills it, and you're just like, oh, like you can't just take anything and be like. <laughs> evil version it's the opposite it's just like enough like i've seen some, like some inspired ones where they have like a little twist on it i don't know you know i'm the king of recycled dudsy <laughs> lazy beat to death bits that's like my, my Are you wheelhouse the king of that? i think i am i think wow. it's like me and modern family wow we're both up there <laughs> jockey daniel levitan title. or whatever his name is hi I mean, speaking about fucked up shows that had way too long of a run, Mark Harmon is exiting NCIS after 18 years on the show. Will remain a producer. That part does not surprise me. Mark Harmon. Mark Harmon. I mean... 18 years that show has been on? Yeah. Is What's-His-Face still on there? David Caruso? Yeah. I think, no, he was on CSI Miami. Is he done with that too? Oh, yeah. that's. I was under the impression that CSI Miami was still on the air. I have no No. idea how these procedurals work. Like, you could tell me that there were like 14 CSIs, I'd probably believe you. That's why they're all the same. Like, they have three NCISs. The big thing over at CBS is now like FBI and a bunch of FBI spinoffs. Cool. All their shows, they're all just, yeah, like... CTU, they're just like stupid company names. People get locked into all, Law and all Order HIV. <laughs> Green light. Law and Order the SUV. Oh. But I love to imagine they probably offered him such an outrageous amount of money to keep doing this show. Can you even imagine that? Yeah, it was it was probably like a hundred million dollars. Like how much yeah. money do you have to offer somebody and they still walk? Like if you're one of those big networks, you have unlimited yeah. dough behind you and that shows somehow still like the number one show after 18 years middle and america just, is why yeah we forget that we have good taste and that we are we know what we're talking about with movies and television and the people that we know have good taste mm. and we're in a circle of like even like the people that we would probably make fun of have better taste than oh i don't know half of kansas and iowa and you know, rural Nebraska. Like, like, I put on NCIS because my TV's got one channel. I feel like we got a lot of Nebraskan turkey heads. We might want to bring Hank down here to re-ingratiate ourselves. I was going to do a Hank bit tonight, and Would we'll you? see if I still do. But it's I'm not sure I'm in the mood. We'll put it that way. Yeah, but I love the idea of uh, them offering Mark Harmon, like, we'll give you $10 million an episode. <laughs> and I'm just like, I, I can't pretend to solve military crimes anymore. <laughs> I, I just can't. No, no, thank you. I'll take my executive producer dough until what is, I'm dead. What is CSI about? They're not cops? NCIS, yeah. It's like military, military type crimes. Oh, for real? Yeah. That's so boring. I know. And that, Why is that number one? And why has it gone 18 seasons <laughs> with... 
two spinoffs that have also gone 10 plus seasons? I don't know. <laughs> I need to know. That doesn't sound good at all. It doesn't. It's fucking insane. Oh, God. Mac Hammond. Do you see that dog, the bounty hunter, injured his ankle while hunting for murderer Brian Laundry? Oh, shit. I forgot dog was on the case. Oh, yeah. He's on the case, and he's there's, he's been in the news like every week, and now like Brian Laundry's parents were bashing him, saying like he's just trying to get headlines. It's like, well, yeah. Mm. And then they did Gabby Petito's autopsy, and it revealed that she was strangled to death. Revealed. Which is great. It's a great way to go into the weekend, everybody. It's wild. Yeah, I didn't... I feel like I didn't hear enough about this story. Mm. I know it's been ongoing, and... Lucy knows everything, so when she gets home, you can have her run you through it. Lucy Ooh. loves that stuff. In As we, like... Well, I can't say it on air, because it'll spoil an idea that I have that's supposed to be a secret. But guess what? She won't hear this, so I might as well. Ooh. But you never know. The one week she listens, yeah. it spoils something. Um, cool. what was I, I? I was the joke is or the spoiled. I didn't want to spoil that I'm going to murder her in coming, in coming weeks. <laughs> oh, there we go. I get you. That's cool. um, and some Kim Kardashian news. <laughs> she hosted Saturday Night Live last week and made a joke about OJ that was actually funny. Yeah, like two OJ jokes that were very funny. And now, like, uh, Ron Goldman's family is like, Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, you can't make that joke. Yeah, she was like way better than I thought she would be. I think I hit you with this. This is a reveal, folks. Buckle up if you're not already. I think SNL is funny this season. I wish I had like a... <laughs> a gasp sound effect? Like a car accident sound or I don't know. That's We're only two episodes in, but like you can tell they have brand new writers. They got these sketch guys called... Uh, I don't know their name, but watching the second the episode... The Diarrhea Boys? Yeah, the Diarrhea Boys. Mm. They did this sketch about White Claws. Did you see that? <laughs> I did see that one, yeah. Incredible. That was like the best sketch I, they've I, had on SNL in like years. And I don't know. Most most of the other stuff was working for me. I'm an SNL guy now. This is fucked up. Mm. I'm going to ask Sam to delete all this. <laughs> yeah, Sam, erase all of this. We're at the like bar 1007. This Just is too scandalous. Wipe was, all of it. I was watching it. I fucking laughed at a Colin Jost weekend update joke. For crying out loud. I'll say it. I've said this before. I'll say it again. Colin Jost is not unfunny. He just sucks. Yeah. Like he seems like the type of guy that he'd make you laugh and you'd be pissed. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't want to laugh at this, but it was actually good. God damn it. It's exactly what's going on. And speaking of dudes like that, there's a new Apple comedy from the Ted Lasso team. Come on. But you might. They're just riding that heat. Bill Lawrence and Brett Goldstein. <clears throat> Excuse me, I need a little bev- beverage break. Mm. So Parts Ted Lasso does really well at the Emmys. And yes. then they come out with a new show. Yeah, And, and everyone's going to eat it up. It won all the Emmys. So now, even though this guy was big beforehand, he did like Scrubs and Spin City. Bill Lawrence is like a guy. But oh, I- Bill Lawrence. Okay, now I know who that is. Yeah, I just had to put the name with the... Yeah, but... He's got a new show starring Jason Siegel, who I enjoy. Yeah, nice cock. <laughs> Great I mean, cock. He like made dick bits a thing for a while in he movies. Did. Now they're it's been overdone, but it's still funny to me. Yeah, he walked so Ken Jeong could run <laughs> with that tiny little penis. Yeah, all the way to the masked singer. But yeah, his new show starring Jason Siegel. 
10-episode series revolving around a grieving therapist who begins to break the rules and tell his clients exactly what he thinks. Sounds like a show. I had to take a photo of Tuna as she jumps up onto the table. That's fair. I'll watch anything. (laughs) So there's that. I I think I watched most of the first episode of Ted Lasso, even though I hated it. I just like, I'll watch anything, literally. I'm watching Squid Game. I'm watching... Which sucks, by the way. I want to put it. I want to put the toothpaste back in the tube from last week when I said I loved the first episode. I think it just got too popular, and you just got turned off by that it. That is correct. Yeah, <laughs> I'd much rather be the only guy to hate something than the only guy to love something. As I said the other day about Many Saints of Newark, which I do still say that I love. Classic I hate egg. being the only guy on the island, unless it's a negative island. Mm. Like if I'm like, oh man, you know what I hate? The Godfather. And everybody thinks I'm crazy. Like I get jacked up on that. Tuna, you got to get out of here. It does insist on itself. When are you this friendly? Yeah, Tuna's being kind of fucked up. The cats are never... Let me get a quick video of this. The cats never want anything to do with us, except when we're doing the pod. Tuna is rubbing her head on the microphones and walking across the interface. And now she's rubbing her head on my laptop. Are you fun now? Are you a fun cat? She's normally the one who's like in the cut doing her own thing. Yeah, Tuna is very social tonight. This is is a good omen. Are you back? She's back. All right. Uncle Velo, shooka shooka. Um, Also, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon news. Did you hear that they were supposed to kiss in (laughs) The Last Duel, the new Ridley Scott movie that they wrote, but then Ridley Scott deemed that the kiss would be too distracting, so they cut it? (laughs) Was it like a basketball-style kiss? Where they're like passionately making out for two minutes? There's no footage on Earth that I'd want to see more than this. Yeah, that's... Like, I'd rather have that in my repertoire, like, on my Apple TV than, like, Who Killed Kennedy. I can't believe I didn't hear about this. Speaking of The Last Duel, that comes out today. I didn't realize that was out today. Yeah, Yeah, I saw that. I'm going to see that at some point, so we can cover it next week or maybe week after. Along with the Bond movie that I still want to see, even though people are kind of mad on it. I thought you saw the Bond movie already. I didn't. I almost did. Haven't quite gotten there yet. Mm. But yeah, the Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, I love... Them smooching. Yeah, this is like a, a medieval period piece. It's. I wonder what the context for their characters having a smooch was. I read more about that in some other article that I'd have to dig back up, but yes. I think that sounds awesome. And yeah. they should just do a se- like a second, like the the second to last duel or something like the Ooh. last duel after the duel. Yeah, and it's just them nude, like a Game of Thrones medieval sex. Yeah, and they. I don't know if you know this. They like co-wrote this movie with. Uh, them and I think Nicole Haloff Center. Who's that again? That woman who directed Friends with Money and a couple weird movies like that. That movie. Who's, I, who's in Friends with Money? Is that um, Jennifer Aniston and a bunch of. Yeah, sides. I like that a lot. Yeah. I'm thinking good. of Friends with Kids. That one's bad. That's with John Hamm and a bunch of duds. Friends with Money is actually a good movie. Oh, yeah. with Scott Kahn. Yeah. And she yes. also did uh, Enough Said, that movie with Julia Louis Dreyfus and James Gandolfini. I saw that in the theaters with my mom at the Loring Hall, and I want to say one of us cried. Yeah, probably me too. Heavy it's one. It's a charming movie. Very cute, yeah. But yeah, the 
I feel like nobody's talking about this movie. I mean, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon sharing the screen together again. They fucking co-wrote this movie. I'm there. I'm seeing it this week. Yeah, I'm there. It's two hours and 33 minutes, so buckle up. (laughs) I might not be there. (laughs) (laughs) We just lost Scott. (laughs) I'm out. No, I'll totally see it. And I don't know if you saw that Neil deGrasse Tyson has responded to Demi Lovato's claim that calling extraterrestrials aliens is derogatory. Her like, I just, I think like there's a lot of better things to call them. This is part of me being takeless from now on. This is the kind of What's thing your take? that deserves no response. <laughs> like this just deserves silence. I think I understand crickets. the point of the takeless stance now. He's getting it. <laughs> I get it. It's just like, you're, you're worried about what people are calling aliens. They probably don't exist. How yeah. about that? Yeah, like that's where we're at. And like, this is something that's getting, you know, real articles people are talking about. We're talking about. Let me rephrase this. Aliens definitely exist, but there's some, like, there's little to no reason for them to ever be here on Earth. Something we can conceptualize. Like, I feel like we wouldn't know. This song fucking kills me, by the way. I love it. Is this uh, Demi Lovato? It is. Is this an original? Yes. Okay. Well, she doesn't write direct produce anything herself i don't believe but she's good it's just it's the thing a, of, she's uh, sorry that no i've I probably heard it before yeah. it just sounded familiar she's actually very talented but mm. she just sucks so much yeah. that her music gets overshadowed by how much she sucks and like the internet will never not be making fun of her mm. that seems it, fair. To, to have an opinion about aliens that ugh, she's just so lame yeah I have no take on this matter. No take. <laughs> I don't have a take either. How about that? I'm like the most hot take person I know. I have very strong opinions about a lot of things. Most of them are fake and they're for the bit. Mm. But I do have strong opinions nonetheless. And No doubt, no doubt. It would be hard for me to take that stance where I just yeah. have to go, oh, okay. We're going to see how it works out. Fans, email in. Let us know. And they also put out the trailer for... George Clooney's latest directorial effort Mm. called The Tender Bar, starring Ben Affleck. Should have brought this up moments ago when we were talking Affleck. I'm in. But yeah, it's Affleck, Christopher Lloyd, and Ty Sheridan. Looks like something of a old-fashioned period piece, comedy drama. Ben Affleck's running a bar with his wacky family type deal. I'm very there, yeah. Yeah. So this is a tender bar, huh? <laughs> Works some magic. Yeah. I mean anything with Affleck. We're always oh, yeah. I mean, board. there's we're the wrong guys to listen if you want an like objective point of view about what we think about what a Ben Affleck George Clooney's gonna movie's gonna look like. I'd love both those guys so much. Yeah. If they walked in the room right now, I'd faint. <laughs> I'd be like a chick at a Beatles concert in nineteen sixty five, like, oh my god. Yeah, Clooney's not in this, but I feel like they'd be good together, duo-wise. They They're seem like... awesome dudes. I'm looking up at both of them right now. Wall of Kings stuff. I might put them next to each other on the Wall of Kings. It is funny Clooney-wise. Like He churns movies out, and his directorial work is so fucking spotty. It's like unbelievable. Yeah, some of it's great. Like Confessions of a Dangerous Mind is a 10 out of 10. Yeah, but then um, you got like Leatherheads and The Monuments Men. And... Quiz Show was good. He did quiz. Show. No, he didn't do quiz show. He did um, Good Night and Good Luck, which was very boring, but a good movie. Yeah, icy boring. But yeah, he did that Netflix movie, The Midnight Sky, like within the past year. 
And no one has... I feel like I shot that. No one has brought that movie up for any reason Man. in the past, like, seven months. No. He's just... We're the only people alive talking about it right now. If he was anyone but George Clooney, they'd be like, listen, you got You can't direct anymore. Too many turkeys. Do you think he writes turkeys from his home in Cabo while, like, swilling or slugging his swill tequila? Yes, I do. Just looking out <laughs> at the ocean, like... I I was in Cabo years ago with my family and they showed us where his house was. It's just this cliff overlooking the ocean of like $18 million homes. Ooh. And I don't know which one was his, but there was they were all awesome. It was probably like him and Mariah Carey and Oprah. 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 <laughs> just nailed it. But yeah, we should move onto that street. Hang out. I'm there. You want to split it? I do. All right. You get you give me your nine million and I'll get mine together. Okay. And I, I think I only got like one more thing or two here. It's all my news. Early screenings of Robert Pattinson's The Batman suggest that the film will be nearly three hours long and be a detective noir story with the Riddler as a sort of jigsaw figure. Which How you much can did imagine. that grab you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was on board to begin with, but now... Yes, Batman. I'm back. This is a book of Saw that you found yourself in. I mean, I hope they bring back the original Jigsaw. And don't sneak in any Chris Rock shit. Because speaking of that real quick, Spiral from the book of Saw is on Stars now. Mm. I rewatched it. How was it? And I feel confident saying it is the worst Saw movie. You think it's worse than Jigsaw? Yes. I think By a large margin? I think it's awful. (laughs) I think it's got nothing going on at all. Chris Rock gives like a Tommy Wiseau level (laughs) dog shit performance. The fucking twist makes me sick. I loved it. (laughs) Oh, you loved it? I did. (laughs) Flick of the year. He's back. Yes. But I mean, I'm I'm down for the next one. The next chapter in the book of Saw. When will that be out? Like next Halloween? I'm probably sure. they'll because they did this one in May, even because it was delayed, and it's like, well, okay, so do we have to wait a year and a half now? I mean, I think they're smart enough to know that that's got to be a a Halloween release. Although the other one they just eked out. They should just do they'll another one now. Yeah, and then another one next Halloween. I mean, speaking of Halloween, maybe now's a good time to take a break and then watch the new Halloween movie. Love it. Love where your head's at. We'll be right back with a special guest. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Um, So we're here joined with a very special guest, a friend and fan of the show. We've known him forever. S. Patty P, a.k.a. Sean Parsons is here with us, folks. A guest too big for both halves of the show. Yeah, I mean, and actually, it's great that Sean is here with us because Scott got too scared during the movie and took off. I pulled up and Scott's running down the street. What the hell's going on here? He he said that he was too scared were his exact words. He said, I'm too scared, and then he just took off. So I I guess this is the rest of the show. And um, I'm here. I'm ready. I have notes. All right. Well, let's get into it. Might as well get Um, it going. Should we start off, I mean, right out of the gate? It looks like Scott just came back in. Guys, I changed my mind. Oh, good. I'm still scared, but I'm ready to do the show. Let's do the show. Okay, right. good. I so you're nervous. not too scared. You're just yeah. you're a little out of it. All right. Understood. I'm powering through. <laughs> Basically, 
What'd you guys think? I actually couldn't really get a gauge of, of what you guys thought of the movie. That, should we do a little lead in to this? Sure. We're talking about Halloween, Halloween Kills. Kills. The uh, latest in the David Gordon Green resurgence mm. Halloween series. Sure. A sequel to 2018's Halloween, which I rewatched last night and all three of us saw in the theater in we 2018. Did. You rewatched it last night? I did. Convenient. I mean, you know, it's Halloween time. Oh. And, uh, yeah, this movie is now in theaters and on Peacock. So Peacock's finally good for something. Which you explained to me, I didn't even think about this, Universal and NBC are one and the same. Mm. And Universal streaming service does not exist yet. True. They'll get there. Of course. Universal Everybody, Plus. Everybody's going to get there. Universal <laughs> Plus will be rolled out like in a year, I'm sure. And I thought it was funny... The for Halloween, like Hulu has a thing called Huluween. It's like, oh, that's funny. I get it. Peacock is doing Peacocktober, which is just like wordier, less. Uh, that sounds kind of sexual. Yeah, a little like bit, little the bit. cock. Yeah. yeah, it's like Opie and Anthony Jocktober stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just silly. Or Cocktober on Howard. Ooh. Ooh. My head goes. Ooh. Robin. But, I mean, it's all fine. And, yeah. This is Halloween Kills. I thought it was... I'm going to get... Let me guess. Fine. Average. <laughs> is average better than fine? It's maybe a click better. Okay. Maybe a click worse. What didn't sure. you like about it? I mean, this, as I was saying to you guys, it's... They plan this as like a trilogy, so this is the second of three, and this movie felt very much like a time-filling, like, you know, like, let's think of a way to keep this story going so we can have a real big finish for the trilogy ender. Like, it had its moments, but mm. I don't know. They introduce a bunch of new characters to this movie so they can kill them off immediately in classic horror movie fashion. The... It started with a bunch of like Michael Myers flashback scenes. You guys are more Halloween heads than I am. Yeah. Snips, get right yeah. up on Mike too. I uh I actually enjoyed the flashbacks. I think I was looking for them in the first one. Um mm. my only complaint about them in this one, I mean, it creates a little bit of canon that didn't exist previously. Yeah, There's too many some stuff in. Too many. Like they could have cut forty five seconds in an hour and forty five minute movie, I feel. Yeah, they bring um, back a lot of the like the people that Jamie Lee Curtis is babysitting in the original. They're grown up now, and they're like in a Michael Myers survival group, <clears throat> and then they get into the mix, and it's... Who was Anthony Michael Hall supposed to be? He was supposed he to was be the kid in the original the that kid watches Jamie Lee Curtis fighting Michael Myers, running so around outside. The end, of the, the end of the first movie, Jamie Lee Curtis comes up the stairs after she stabs Michael with her knitting needle. There's right. Lin Lindsay Wallace and Tommy Doyle are at the been hiding in the closet upstairs. Those are okay. the two kids that run out. Fun fact: Lindsay Wallace in this movie has actually grown up Lindsay Wallace from the first one. Ooh, same actress. I like that. I didn't know that. That's the kind of stuff they couldn't I get the kid who paid Tommy Doyle. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't done a whole lot. I don't think yeah, he's probably out to lunch. Imagine him getting. He's like an English teacher now, and he gets the call. They're like, "We're doing a, another Halloween." He's like, "Nah, I don't want to do that." Use can't, Anthony Michael Hall can't instead. get the time off of school. Yeah, but you're famously a big fan of the franchise. Love Sean. the franchise. Love the franchise. I mean, it is one of the greats, even though it's got a lot of spotty entries. 
Tons first of, one's got to be the best. I mean, absolutely. First like one, first one, fantastic. Hmm. Second one, guilty pleasure because it goes so far away from what the first one really was. Like the first one was about suspense and not gore and you know implied kills and stuff like that. Hmm. And like right out of the gate in the second one, like knife through a girl's throat, just very 1980s, very like reactionary to the movies of the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can but tell still, John like, Carpenter didn't direct the second one. It's just like yeah. another horror movie kind um, of a deal. But enjoyable. And like the fact that you can look at all the entries from the series, like you can look at 1978 to H2O and Resurrection as their own stories, and then mm. 456 as their own story, Rob Zombie's abortion of a <laughs> remake. Yeah. as its own sort of entry. I think it's just interesting that you can take these characters and yeah, do like, what they've, you know, managed to do now for 40 years yeah. and still make it reasonably entertaining. Yeah, the franchise it's still got some juice. Definitely it, has legs. Th- these ones they ignore all the sequels. These are just like sequels to the original one. Yeah. Which you know, it's interesting. They sneak in some flashback backstory stuff that I was kind of digging. Yeah. <clears throat> but I hate how people like I feel like H2O is kind of like a shit-on entry. I think that's one of the better ones. It's a good one. It's a good story. I mean, for the time, it was, you know, absolutely perfect. It was very, like, Scream, and I know what you did last summer because of the time period that it was, was in released 2000? in. Uh, 98. 98, 99. Okay. Yeah. Um, just, like, very much in the, in the wheelhouse of, like, horror movies for that time. Like, a couple of established characters, a couple of, like, good-looking young budding Hollywood actors and actresses mm. and it made a boatload like right. H2O was supposed to be the end of that story, but it did so well yeah. that and they the, had to make the Buster Rhymes one. Yeah. The end of that is so cool. Like she decapitates Michael Myers. Then they're like, Oh, let's make a sequel with Buster Rhymes. And we'll explain that the guy she decapitated was a bus driver that Michael Myers tricked into wearing the mask <laughs> yeah. in the silliest fucking retconning you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, just very silly overall. Like that Resurrection and like Rob Zombie's H2, probably my least two favorite. Yeah, those are flat out duds. Just bad. Yeah, like um, don't have the stuff. Five also, pretty bad. Like rushed after the success of four. Is that the one with Paul Rudd? No, that's six. That's, that's the six. curse of Michael Myers. <laughs> In. Yeah. <clears throat> Cursed. But yeah, as far as Halloween Kills, the new one we just watched, I mean... The music elevates the movie like two letter grades. I was saying while we were watching it. Yeah, for sure. And John Carpenter's involvement, even though he just does the scores and like producer, basically just like collects a paycheck for creating the character. I like that he's still in the mix. It's. I thought he would be older than he is. I looked him up on IMDb while we were watching. He was born in 1948. So he's like around our dad's age, a little older. Sorry, yeah. dad. <laughs> and... I think that, I don't know, he's probably going to be involved for the rest of them. I think he's a Like, how many more are they going to make? Probably 10? Yeah, they'll keep going. I mean, the thing about these is they're cash grabs for the yeah for the studios. Like, right. I, I mean, this one opened on 3,600 screens and also on Peacock. And Peacock is trying to drive subscribers. They care more about that than the box office, I'm sure. Yeah. Because that's forever. I love how open John Carpenter is. I heard him in an interview once. They were like, what do you think about people remaking your movies? He's like, I don't care at all. I get paid. <laughs> like, let's remake all of them. Go nuts. 
He's just like an old man who likes to play video games and make movie scores. I appreciate that honesty. Good for him. Mm. Did you guys have anything? So this is just me watching watching the movies, but I noticed there's two big overriding themes in 2018 and now Halloween Kills. We're talking themes? Let's go, baby. So I think Halloween 2018 Mm. as a sign of the time was very much about empowered women. Yep. The three strode girls, three generations, they're the ones that they think take down Michael Myers. This one, I think, is about mob mentality and how it's not good. Ooh. Like cancel culture, like people coming together. I think it might be a slightly, slightly political backdoor into like a message. Like a little, like the Trump people and like storming the Capitol. Could be. Stuff like that. Could be. Interesting. Just too very like... We're going deep here with Sean. Typically, we're just like making fart jokes and talking about how Scott gets too scared. But this is like we're getting like real actual film depth here. Michael Myers is a I'm elevating the entire show. I have time for fart jokes, too. I've got plenty of those. (laughs) This guy can do it all. um, No, but you're on to something. That was definitely something. Big angle in this movie about like the mob. There was a lot of... This movie was very silly and it was way more disjointed than i was expecting it to yeah be. and, and jamie I think, lee curtis we haven't even mentioned her yet she was like kind of an afterthought in this she movie. was barely in it yeah yeah they keep I don't, her we like, may do some spoiling right now folks so if you're very invested in this movie skip ahead a little we'll keep it we'll keep it okay okay scotty will keep the spoilers of bay fans don't worry but I, that's sort of like a callback to halloween too like she was in right. she was in you know not a coma but she was like asleep and it did make me movie. think of Halloween. Mm-hmm. Halloween 2 was very hospital set, yep. as was this one. And, you know, this had some fun Popeyes. You got Lenny Clark sneaking in there, getting brutalized by Michael Myers. Sorry for the spoilers, fans. I just had to sneak it in. I don't and think there was a non-brutal kill in the entire movie. Jim yeah. Cummings uh, of Thunder Road and the beta test and... Uh, there's a what that werewolf movie wolf of snow wolf of snow hall good get jim if you're listening i know we interact on instagram every now and then and i'm glad you're a fan of the show as well he's in he's kind of uh pigeonholing himself as a cop yeah this is the third movie i've seen him in he's been a cop in all of them yeah i'm a cop you idiot he needs to maybe play something else i think he does i think he does in, in the beta test which is about to come out that's his new movie Okay. Um, but yeah, speaking to the brutality of this movie, some of the kills were so like gory and over the top, I was laughing. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> it was too much. That whole sequence with the firefighters is just. Yeah. That was. And that's a big thing with Way these over the top. Yeah. Like maybe it's just because we're getting older, but now when I watch these movies, I used to watch them and be like, oh, like. Let's get those kills popping. This is all over the top. You're like rooting for Michael Myers. Now I watch this and I'm just like, I don't know about this guy. Does he not get tired? Yeah. I think I think Michael Myers might be a bad dude. I don't think I'm rooting for him anymore. <laughs> He's not on my team. Can you stand together? But I don't know. I especially I think I liked this one better than the 2018. This had so many like deaths. It's like, what are you gonna kill everybody on Earth? Yeah. Like at one point, what, what's you got to this guy. Like nobody ever tries to bargain with him or reason with him. At one, at some point, I'd like put my hand up in front of him, and go Michael, Michael. 
Yeah. We can just end this right here. You don't have to kill me. Mm. I'll just take off and everyone can think that you killed me. Yeah. What do you think? Huh? Or never see me again. Take me out because yeah. whatever. And yeah, there were moments where like he was almost like too powerful. There's a scene where he's like surrounded by people and he like turns into John Wick for a second and just like basically gets a bunch of dope headshots in cartoonish fashion. I wonder where they'll go with this. You I know, because they do have to wrap it up. At least this part, they'll do this trilogy. Then I'm sure there'll be more. But I felt like this was like the yeah, this was just like a filler kind of movie. Yeah. To like the to get us to the end of the real story. Yeah, and yeah. then that'll be like the big showdown We're movie, edgy. and yeah, <laughs> yeah, not a lot of JLC in this movie. Mm. She was actually uh, working on disguising her dick there for, <laughs> for, the, for the scenes that she was in. They didn't want to have her on yes, camera too much. But yep. of course, she was also eating a lot of Activia on set. Big messy shits. Activia. <sighs> Big pile. But yeah, this movie, I want to like these movies more than I do. The last one and this one. Mm. Like they have moments where I'm like, this rocks, but... How many uh, kernels of popcorn out of 10 would you give this? Uh, probably like six. Six Gut kernels? reaction, six out of 10 Snips? kind of a deal. Yeah, I think I'm right there in that six or seven out of 10 range. Yeah. Not uh, by no means my favorite, but far from my least favorite mm. in the entirety yeah, of the series. Yeah, like these ones have a weird tone. They're very <laughs> jokey, but the jokes aren't great, which is weird considering they're co-written by Danny McBride. Who's very funny, I think. Yeah, and they had like the guy from Mad TV and like the kid from Project X. Yeah. It had like, you know, like funny or funny adjacent characters and, and appearances. But not doing much. But no really. jokes at all, really. Yeah. I thought the It's same. like seeing Stifler play a serious role. Ooh, which, which I'd he like does to well, actually. Uh, yeah, Bloodline. Bloodline was, was cool, yeah. That was my first thought. Goon is kind of a comedy. And yeah, Will Patton. Enemy of the show, getting some work in this movie. <laughs> I feel like we shit on him a lot. We and do. Let's continue to. I don't know. Why do you know that even if he does a bad job, he still gets his two mil. Yes, that's what's called his quote. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know why he gets so much work. He's just a man on earth. He's like, yeah. I feel like sometimes it's like, whoa. He had like something of an entrance in this movie. It's just like, yeah, okay, it's Will Patton. Whatever. He feels like we're. In high school, in somebody's basement, having beers, and then he, like, he appears. Yeah, he's hey, just kids. like a dad. <laughs> what are you up to? What you doing down here? <laughs> hey, watching one of my shitty movies. <laughs> Hell yes. But yeah, this I don't know. I like the whole thing about how Michael Myers never talks, and at least once a movie, a character will be like, "Say something!" Like Michael, respond. I hope this trilogy ends with Michael just going, sorry, my bad. <laughs> Oops. That'll make everything okay. <laughs> Will he ever talk? That's the question. I no, think, probably not. But it's the kind of thing, if they did it at the very end of the last one, had him like say one thing really dope, I think that would land. Mm. It had to be something really cool, though. But yeah, I like when the kills in these movies are like a little sillier or more creative. Like in Freddy vs. Jason, when Jason folds that guy up in a cot, hmm. that's what I'm talking about, like horror movie kills wise. This movie's just people getting like stabbed brutally in like the neck. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. 
That looks unpleasant. He loves the head, neck, and face area for yeah. his for his kills. <laughs> My head, chest, neck. I'm trying to remember that. And fucking is you doing Jerky Boys there or it is. yeah? <laughs> I knew you. Think about the face, chest, neck, neck, breast, and head. Thank you. No, I could count on you. Do you guys sell golf goods. cleats? Yeah. I want to show him what I'm capable of. <laughs> And also, there's a couple moments where they show Michael without the mask. Takes away a lot of his power. Mm. He's just kind of like an old, bald guy. Doesn't really work without the mask. Yeah. It was cool in the first one where she's struggling to, like, free herself from him. And all of a sudden, his mask pops off. And it's like, I think that's what's so scary about the first one. And that's really where my, like, appreciation for this whole like series of movies started like it actually scared me when i was 10 or 12 years old watching it the first time like he's just a real oh yeah real guy he's not like jason who's you know comes out of a a lake that he drowned in as a kid or (laughs) freddie who lives in your dreams or whatever he's a normal yeah like unassuming guy it's true but i agree the mask off stuff doesn't work for me was i felt like i had a thing i just forgot it Someone else say something. Shit. So, <laughs> so that's Halloween Kills. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I think I, I ran through all my notes there, so. Did you guys talk about The Rock's rap song earlier tonight? We did, oh. but I'm open to discussing it again. Because yes. we mentioned how you're a rock fan. <laughs> Let's play it again. Huge. <laughs> you want me to play a little bit of it again? I, I do. Just, just the last 45 seconds. That's all you need. Oh my God. Can't understand anything in the first Might half. Have deleted yeah, it. do you want to let the fans know about Ballers? Don't you go to bat for Ballers, Sean? Uh, first few seasons, yes. Fuck. Lost me in the... So bad. All this is is an Under Armour commercial. Oh, I forgot. I didn't catch that line the first time. My culture banging with strange. Hey, Dwayne. You being old. Fucking hate you. Steroid addict. Dwayne, I support you. Outlaw, Outlaw Mana is his new, like, Under Armour line. Yeah, so that's an ad. Mm-hmm. That song is an ad. One hundred percent. He and doesn't, a, and a bad one. He the doesn't man. exist as a person on Earth. He's just a living, breathing, commercial emotional stunt. Yes, yep. he's not a person anymore. He's gone well over. Like every movie he does, he's just dressed up in safari gear and he's telling bad jokes about how big his penis is. And then when he's not working. <laughs> He's like making fake wrestling appearances and hawking, like shilling what energy drinks, energy drinks, face masks, tequila, bands, tequila. Uh, yeah, he's he's a walking billboard, literally. He basically he's for sale. Yeah, he'll advertise anything. He'll Is he on Cameo yet? <laughs> for like fifty thousand dollars a yeah. video, like, hey brother, it's me, The Rock. Make yeah. sure that you don't rape anybody in college. That'll be fifty k. He'll probably be the new Papa John once Shaq gets tired of that gig. I need yeah. The Rock to fall from grace. Oh, we need those skeletons to come out of that closet. Yeah, like there's something in there that's gonna get him. Like we need, I need him canceled. Like, <laughs> like seventeen, seventeen women coming forward saying he assaulted them or something, and then just boom, he's in prison. He went to the University of Miami. There's way worse things that happened down there. <laughs> that's true. Swept right under the rug, and he was on the football team too. 91 national if, champion. It'd be great if Young Rock gets into like his scandalous past. 
how he met his ex-wife on the way to an orgy. Ooh, true is that story. Real? That's a real story. He was going to an orgy. He was on his way to an orgy, and he met his now ex-wife Danny Garcia uh, at a party or whatever before the real party, and never made it to that orgy. I can't wait to watch a TV <clears throat> PG version of that on Young Rock. That's really going to hit the spot. It should. <laughs> are you hanging, Mama. Scott? Are you hanging in there with Young Rock? No, no, I'm not. You didn't get past that first step. No, I don't think I even finished that first step. I found it particularly awful. Yeah, even it was for a, bad a rock show. TV show. It was a bad show. Yeah, the it's, rock is coming back for season two. The rock's best role is be cool. <laughs> That's a fucked up statement, but I still I can't, can't not watch Walking Tall if I come across it on the TV. Oh yeah, that one's decent. I forgot about that one. Is that Sean William Scott and Johnny Knoxville? Uh, you're combining two movies. Yeah, it? Johnny rundown. Knoxville, the rundown, Sean William Scott. Christopher Walken plays the bad guy uh, in that okay. one. Yeah, um, no more rock. I've had it. Rock, paper, scissors. More Shit. paper and scissors. And I'm scissors? Out. You're scissors. All right, good. Scissor me, scissors. Easier to take my own life with scissors. <laughs> That's like four suicide jokes in one podcast. I got to <laughs> dial it in. My therapist tunes into this. Like, Ryan, I, I heard some of your podcast. It was very funny, but like, I, I'm going to have to have you recommitted to McLean. Does your therapist listen? We need him. On the I don't team. know if that would be a conflict of interest. He does have a good sense of humor. When I check in for our video therapies, like I checked in as Brian Laundry the other day and he laughed. Like That's he good. gets it. He knows what that like the type of sense of humor that I have. Mm. I, I don't know. But I think if your patient even jokes about killing themselves, you have to do something. I don't think that there's that's like a code of ethics. That's so let's fair. just hope Justin's not listening. Hey. How you doing, bud? It'd be funny if all your therapy sessions turned into him being like, you liked Voyagers <laughs> on HBO Max? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Him just calling me out on my turkeys. <laughs> Which, speaking of turkeys... Hit me. I'd like to just real quick, small engine repair review. Mm. It's a movie with John Barenthal and... Shea Wiggum. Set, right. Shea Wiggum from Boardwalk Empire. And the guy who directed it is in it as well. And I forget his name. It's John something. This is new on yeah. iTunes. It'll probably be on Hulu in a week and a half. Definitely. It's a movie about like three guys that are old buddies hanging out in a garage that one of them owns. And they get into some stuff. Just and like us down here in the chill zone. Pretty much. We're about to get into it. <laughs> and it, it takes a turn that I did not see coming. And I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to go too deep. This is the quickest review in the world. But like, I definitely dug this movie way more than I thought I was going to. And I'd sh mm. I shut off like three things in a row. I don't even remember what they were. And I was, you know, you reach that point where you're just discouraged. And you're like, maybe I just won't even watch anything. Yeah. And you just, you're, or you're like, I'll go watch like, I'll put like Predator on or something because I just can't find anything good. I started that other one that you said you got a fun for that had like a car on the cover. With the Australian people? Yeah. Oh, it was so bad. It was bad. Like so bad. I and watched like 12 minutes of it. I didn't yeah, like anything. It's about how far I made it. It was so Australian. I could barely understand them. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. But small engine repair was, you know, a solid like middle of the road, catch it on TV type movie. Yeah. It's set. It's New England set. It's almost a bean set crime drama or yeah, bean like, set comedy. It felt like New Hampshire to me. Yeah. But it's solid. And, you know, the 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 twist is what what sold me. Mm. Like at first I was like ready to not give a shit and then they and then they roped me back in. Ropes. I love that ropes, scene where they're ropes. arguing about 
like a, a corgi and a chihuahua, like which ones? Because someone makes a chihuahua joke, then he makes a corgi joke. It's like, uh, corgis are bigger than a chihuahua. You fucked that up. It's like, no, it's a normal sized dog, but they have short legs. <laughs> I don't know. This movie had fun, like, banter between John Bernthal and uh, the other sidecars. Mm. Did you watch that first episode of um, Dope Sick? Dope Sick. There we go. The Michael Keaton show on Hulu. I did. And I thought it was dope and sick. <laughs> He's in. Did you write that? No. Okay. Good prof. Love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this show is going to be great. It's uh, it's a mini series, I imagine. It's not a series because it's yes. uh, it's a true story about mm. the just the creation of OxyContin or mm. OxyContin, and <laughs> we're finally getting OxyContin's origin story, which we it's which been... we needed. Yeah. And uh, it's um, basically it's talking about it from the perspective of the drug companies and how they got FDA approval. It was all kind of a scam. Like they gave the guy from the FDA a job after he gave them the the green light to make this drug. It was a serious, it's a serious, well, they took it off the market now, but it was a serious opiate that was very, very addictive. And the FDA approval that they got was able to say that it was not addictive. And then the doctors they sold it to believed it. And it Mm. spread like fucking wildfire because people didn't think that it was addictive, but they were all getting addicted to it. And it became pretty much opiates in general but oxycontin in particular was like the biggest problem in the drug world like and not even like in always in an insidious you know like training day back alley kind of drug world like people's moms and dads and like oh i hurt my arm i'm gonna take these pills that my doctor gave me now i'm a full-blown drug addict and i didn't even know what was going on so it's a show with Michael Keaton and Michael Stuhlberg, like really like heavy hitting cast. Two of our guys. Yeah, two home runs. Yeah, this show is like a, a that guy paradise. Oh, yeah. It's got a Sarsgaard. He's not great, but he's a name. I like him. That guy, Will Poulter, who just got cast as a... The kid with the eyebrows? Yeah. Yeah. He just got cast in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 as Adam Warlock. This like big new character is going to be in all the movies, so... He's moving on up. But yeah, this show, I love their cartoonish portrayal of pharmacy executives. That first scene, it's just a bunch of like rich old guys in a room being like, oh, yeah. won't this hurt people? And one of them being like, who cares? Just like old <laughs> monsters just counting their dough. Yeah, it's it, it was a laugh. That's funny that, that Purdue made this drug. And the, the show actually informs you that they, they were a drug company that had been around for 40 years just crushing it. And then like the guy... I, now his name is escaping me, played by Michael Stuhlberg, who was running the company, mm. brought this drug to market, and like it was doing badly at first. And they thought that drug and like other moves that he'd made were going to sink the whole company. And they needed Oxy to perform well to just keep that company going. So like they basically said whatever they needed to say to sell the goddamn thing. And I don't know. Opi- the opiate epidemic in America is is I've I've not to get you too- would know. <laughs> <laughs> Not to get too heavy about Softball. it, but like we've all we've all known people who've who've gone from this, and we've lost friends, and no doubt. it's one of those things that like everybody's worried about COVID, and everybody's worried about this and that. But it's like the opiate problem is something that fully will never go away until we really, really corner it. And I think part of cornering it is, I think stuff like this, like this show, awareness, which I didn't know a lot about this, and I've been to rehab twice, mm. so like I can't imagine how little like people our parents' age know. Yeah. And yeah, it's a little slow, but I'm two episodes in, and it it's good. It's like a history lesson because mm. 
for the most part, it happened. And, you know, it's got Keaton. Hell of a cast. I don't know if all the episodes are already up, but three. I'm gonna, I'll There's watch three up, this. and I think they're going to release one a week from now on. Okay. They start out with three, though. Hulu, did, it's the same methodology that they're doing uh, Nine Perfect Strangers. I imagine there'll be seven more episodes yeah, coming. That's what Hulu does. Yeah. But that's Steve Martin show, too. I, yeah. like, I like the weekly release. Me, too. It makes yeah. it more of a thing. If and, you give it to me all at once, I'm going to tear through it in two days, forget everything, and then never think about it again. Exactly. Yeah, like you feel obligated to watch yes. all of it so it doesn't get spoiled by some fucking sidecar. Oh, that's and the then, worst. And then you're just like, yeah, you race through it and end up exactly what you just said. I hate that. I really hate that, like worrying that it's going to get wrecked. And then you have this like show anxiety. Yeah. If you like, we're watching Squid Game right now. I don't really love it, so I don't care what. Like, the, like earlier, she paused it, or Lucy paused it when I was on the phone, like looking at something, and she goes, "Oh, I'll wait for you." I'm like, "Just go ahead." Like at this point, I've checked out on this fucking show, yeah. and we should have watched it with the subtitles, not dubbed. Dubbing is so silly. Hate a dub. Hate a dub. Very distracting. I'd rather read it at this point. Yeah. But yeah, that's um, Dope Sick on Hulu with Michael Keaton, and it's great. Friend of so the show funny. on the Wall of Kings. He is. Michael Stuhlberg should get up there, too. He should. A serious man. I got to start a new row. Go all the way down. More should games. get scratch tickets for up there. Perfect. <laughs> You're going to have to buy them for me, though. I don't play that game. Uh, yes, yes, yes. No gambling allowed in this house. Okay. I'll send you some losers. Send, oh, you, <laughs> you got a glove compartment full of losers? Like, don't find these, Sabrina. I haven't bought a scratchy in so long. I saw recently they have thirty dollar boys now. They do thirty dollar boys. Yes, little Can rich. You imagine little how, rich for my blood. How shitty you would feel after spending thirty dollars on a piece of paper, scratching everything, <laughs> and just getting nothing. I'd kill myself. Or imagine if you won like three dollars. It's not yeah. a good feeling. Or like a dollar, you win a dollar back. <laughs> bad. Imagine turning that thirty dollar boy in for a, a one dollar boy. Yeah. I, I won one dollar. I throw it away out of spite. I'm gonna keep it rolling. One more one dollar ticket. Let's go. Whenever I'm at the, like, if I stop, when I lived in Back Bay, it was more so. I'd be walking down Dartmouth Street and I'd stop at 7-Eleven to get, like, trail mix and a soda or whatever the fuck, a Gatorade. Mm. And I'd walk in and there'd always be, like, four or five either homeless or homeless adjacent gentlemen buying as many scratch tickets as they can scratch. Wow. And paying in cash because you have to. And I'd have to just, like, be behind them (laughs) as these Indian guys or Pakistani, whatever. I apologize, folks. Oh, what have you done? I know. I'm already, I'm not even in Hank mode and I'm miss, I'm miss racing people. He's back. And I just get so frustrated at Mm. the fact that they, not only are they taking extra time, but they always reek of cigarettes and it just like, like stinky, just like cigarette fucking like lottery ticket guy. And they're like, and then they start scratching them right at the counter, and you have to like go around them to like pay for your thing. And like, what am I gonna start a fight with the guy? Like, get out of my way, bro! Like, I'm buying fucking a buy energy drink. I don't know. Just scratch ticket guys always hit the the line when you're late too. I always get unbelievably irrationally mad at those people because it's just like, like I'm here just buying like a drink or something stupid, but like you're here playing like. Uh, a game for adults just like a silly card game like get out of here literally playing oh i'll take a number this a number that a number this a number that and the person's going back and forth across the yeah oh no 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 the one up the one up always yeah it's always the person or people is that one new what what's number 22 what does that one say that one looks pretty good or they're doing or they're doing that with like 
like blunt wraps or like cigarettes or jewel pods. Or like jewel pods cigars or the jewel pods yeah they're like oh well can you get me like the mango crush and it's like oh sounds tasty poor mikey's chair ridden can't get back and forth behind mikey the counter can't stand up anymore this mikey, folks, we're going real local now the norwell 7-eleven guy behind the counter mikey hey bud poor guy looks like that homer simpson sticker that you have on the back of your laptop right oh, now no. yeah can't stand up behind the counter at 7-Eleven. How much has he gained? Oh, my like God. He, he looks like me in high school. Really? Maybe even bigger. I was going to say way bigger than yeah. you in high school. He's like... Uh, I think he's 400. When I went in there for the first time and saw the new Mikey, I was like... Aghast? I, yeah, I can't even do it justice. I was just like... It was a jaw-dropping oh, wow. reveal. I'm going to be on the South Shore tomorrow <clears throat> visiting my mom and uh, my nephew, so I may actually go... going to have to wait until midnight. He'd State. probably remember you. You're a 7-Eleven legend. He remembered me. Yeah. I feel like he mildly remembers me. I, because when, that time I wore a Ric Flair shirt, and he cornered me into talking about wrestling, <laughs> and I couldn't escape. <laughs> I I saw him for the first time in years. Another f- famous story. Mikey OD'd in the bathroom of my restaurant. What? While I was on my honeymoon. What? And, oh, absolutely. <laughs> OD'd on taquitos. And, uh, <laughs> Just shot him right into his veins. Basically. Um, this kid's a goner. <sighs> That's insane. Yeah, I saw him at Seven Eleven, you know, first time in five or six years, you know, not too too long ago, and he had had such a gain that I couldn't decide if it was really him or not. I was like, the face looks pretty much the same. Yeah, you can tell it's him, but it's uh, oh shit! Do we have a guest roaring down here? Now, I noticed there was another car outside, and I, I had to put my truck. In the driveway. So I hope the missus doesn't need to leave at all. Who is this overweight gentleman in my chair? Oh, Hank. (laughs) I've heard so much about you. I cannot express in words how excited I am to meet you and talk to you. Before we get into anything, who did you vote for in the 2020 election? Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. (laughs) I suppose that's an acceptable answer. As long as it was not... Uh, Joe Biden or Pete Buttigieg, that homosexual, I am okay with you voting for someone like The Rock who has devoted their life to taking his shirt off and pressing his body up against other men. Yes. You like his new song, Hank? I do not listen to rap music, and I think you can probably figure out why. (laughs) Do you wear his Under Armour stuff, Hank? Uh, underneath my boots, sometimes I will wear Under Armour socks in the rainy season on the farm. Interesting. Yeah. Excellent. Moisture wicking. Good idea. Good idea. <laughs> I just came down to see who was in my parking space. I'm going to go upstairs to the guest room and have a sarsaparilla and some, some Big League chew or <laughs> tobacco. <laughs> Do you mix those together and make some sort of a... I guess he does. Oh, you're like a... Uh, stew? You're like uh, Brigma from Little uh, Rookie of the Year. Daniel Stern would wrap his big league chew around his chewing tobacco. Hell yeah. One of his finer roles. Um, Remember that oh, scene where he gets stuck in between the doors? That's the good stuff. Hank was a little more subdued than I was expecting. Yeah, you know, you get a casual Hank every now and then. Every now and when, he get, when he's past 9 o'clock, he's a little tired. That's all. does yeah. strike me an older gentleman. Hank is in the field, like just plowing and like moving dirt Fogging around. And other, plowing, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I thought Scott said something. No, but you're still scared, I guess. 
Sean, would you indulge us and perhaps let us in on some things you've shut recently? I would love nothing more than to do that. Folks, the shots are back. Sean's going to let us know. Walk us through your DVR and the fucked up scene going on there. Uh, so, little reveal. Halloween Kills right now is the first start to finish new movie I've watched in probably six months. Wow. That sucks. Yep. Still haven't watched Many Saints of Newark. What? Just. I mean, it's fair. You have two very young children. Production. Life is a production right yeah. now in the best way possible. Donovan, love you, buddy. Love you too, Ro. Oh, charming. Uh, so the wife and I watch a lot of TV together in between the kids' naps and stuff. You can be found in the Chicago verse quite often, I believe. So I'll lead you off with the biggest, <laughs> maybe the biggest whammy of them all. <laughs> Chicago Med, no more. Shut. You're done with it? Done. What? <laughs> No, no, no. I might pull it off the back burner. (laughs) Might have to pull it off the back burner because the shows are so intertwined that if you skip enough shows for a a good amount of time, like you miss like a little nugget from like from PD or from Fire. PD is like the grittiest show on TV. Next crossover event, you're back in. Probably. Probably. Anything with Detective Hank Foyt. You can count me in. Wait, is he the guy with the unbelievably gritty voice? Yes. He's actually actually British. Oh, shit. Yeah. All the greats usually are. I'm still floored by the fact that you can't watch movies anymore. I think that would be my nightmare. So it's not that I it's not that I can't. It's that I just very, very seldom have an uninterrupted hour, forty five, two hours or whatever, just to just to watch. And if I do, it's at like two o'clock in the morning. Um mm. and I usually you finish that usually not off. go down there, close the door. You're right. Banned. You're right. And like I said, we're we're pretty close to getting Roro to sleep through the whole night. So I'm like you know, capabilities will open wide up. Oh, yeah. um, I shut La Brea. La Brea was terrible. Wow, did I also shut La Brea? Yeah. For people who aren't aware, that's the new NBC drama that's like... It's like Lost meets Volcano meets Land of the Lost. Guess what? That's like the best meets I've ever heard, probably. That's exactly what's going on in this show, but it's worse than you could ever imagine. That's a terrible meets. Like, it's maybe it's like perfect for the show, but that's not a meets that I want to watch. Yeah, it's one of those shows like a bunch of people fall through the La Brea tar pits into like another universe in the middle of Earth, like nonsense. And then some guys having visions just because like that's what happens on other shows. It's like, I'm getting visions from the land of the lost. One of the worst shows ever made. So they're trying to do like a... um, what What the fuck is the show that Lucy's watching that I shot? It could be anything. I know. <laughs> I gave up on it, whatever it is. There's it's so many options. The show the, where they, the plane crash happens and then they start having. Oh, Manifest. Manifest. There mm. it is. Good I shot that a couple of years ago. I can't do. Lucy, I think, finished yeah. it, but oh. I myself did. Oh, not. there's new episodes on Netflix now. Like right. it was an NBC show and then Netflix picked it up. Ooh. That's never good. No. When a show switches networks. Like I'm in the midst of uh, Champaign, Illinois. Mm with um adam pally and sam uh, richardson very funny dudes very funny dudes independently together mm-hmm. not a great duo yeah. and like you said earlier scott it has that youtube stink yeah this, all over this it. this was a youtube original like when they were first starting to do shows and when you watch it you can tell that yes budgetarily and it's made its way over to uh hulu and it has the guy from Revenge of the Nerds in it, and as as uh, 
what's his face adam pally's father and i'm like is that guy that old i don't <laughs> think that guy's in his 60s or 70s is like the main nerd yeah okay booger or whatever yeah I don't know. It's it's just bad. And like there's a scene where like Sam Richardson has sex with his cousin and like we're supposed to get a kick out of that and I just didn't. It's just it's laughless. And like I don't know. I'm I'm very I'm going to finish it cuz I'm a sick maniac, but Yeah. They've both been on much better shows. Yes. Sam Richardson on Detroiters and I think you should leave and Adam Pally on Happy, Happy Endings. Endings. Both far superior programs, all three rather. Hell yes. What else did we watch? Anything good? Um, I watched Biker Boys for the first time the other day. <laughs> Fresh Brood? <laughs> yes, Lawrence Fishburne and uh, what's the name of that guy from Mad TV who was in like Evolution? Artie Lang. <laughs> I wish Artie Lang was in Biker Boys. That'd be fucking dope. But I, I couldn't even finish it. I put it on like... It's real bad. Maybe yeah. this would be funny in like a Fast and the Furious turkey type way, but it just... It's too bad. Too unwatchable. And I don't know if I watched too much else. I watched The Outsiders last night. It has not aged Ooh. very well. Did the, you watch uh, the new like deluxe or like reimagined version? No. Whatever it was, it was just the, it was the one on stars, I think. Okay. There's one there was one for sale on iTunes, like a reimagining. <laughs> like they re they like Either they added or something. They either added some new footage that they cut out, or it was something like it added elements that the book had that the the original movie didn't have, or so. I short story long, it was fourteen dollars, and I couldn't afford to buy it. But Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I am on a budget. Fourteen dollars for a movie that old is criminal in my mind. I'm like, if it's past, like, if it's a movie from 1993, it should be four ninety nine. I don't care what it is. You want to make fourteen dollars the hard way? I oh, you're a lot of woman. You know that? Bet you was something before electricity. Nobody saw my T-shirt yet tonight. Yes, I did. Oh, okay, comment. I forgot to comment. Yeah, okay, I good. didn't notice it till now. It's we got the show. Caddyshack poster right over there. Uh, I will pay $30 for the recut Rocky Four though, when that comes up. I'm socking some money away for that. <laughs> I think that's coming out soon. Next month. on my yeah. team with that saying it's the best Rocky? Uh, Don't say you like the first one the best. Don't I actually like, like the that. second one the best. With Mr. T? No, it's the third one. Oh, right. Uh, Sec- Creed. Yeah. Um, I think the sixth one is the best. Oh, Rocky Balboa. Oh, God. God. <laughs> Creed 2 is my favorite in the in the series. <laughs> yeah. Turkey alert. Four is awesome. Four is like a star. Stop and watch. My favorite. Four is but it's fun. Yeah. And like, you know, it's 30 minutes of story and 45 minutes of montage. How can you go wrong? Awesome yeah. montages, the best training montage, and the by like, far and away the best soundtrack. Yeah. 100% best soundtrack. And the, and the fight is un, the most unrealistic thing ever. And I love the lore, or not even lore, it's a true story, but they were really hitting each other. And Sylvester Stallone took a punch that was so hard into his chest that his heart got affected, like his rib broke or something into his heart, and he had to go to the hospital because he might have (laughs) died. Like them just beating the shit out of each other, like completely gassed out of their minds on steroids. And in real life, Dolph Lundgren is significantly larger and would never, ever be an actual match on any Mm. planet. That wouldn't be legal. Like that, that's... That one spot where he puts his like glove around his neck and punches him once, like he could literally do that for the entire time. Yeah, like you could mm. keep him at arm's length and just pepper him the whole time if it was oh, real. Yeah. 
Dolph Lundgren's like six four, and I think he's a legit muscle. He's like a legit like karate or kickboxer guy. Yes, I just saw him on an episode of Million Dollar Listing. Is he still rich? His house had a big telephone pole, and the agent couldn't sell it. That's what I remember. Like a big telephone pole off the balcony that was just like oh. They can both be found on the set of Expendables Four, now filming. Another silly action movie that I'll be first I'm, in line to I'm watch. Still in, yeah. The third one was terrible with all like Ronda Rousey and those people. But I thought Mel Gibson did some pretty solid <coughs> villain work in Expendables Three. I gotta say, for you know, an Van Dam. Van Dam was the best villain. Ooh, I Wait, only remember. I'm like two. racking my brain. I can only remember the first one. They're very forgettable films. It's the and same movie. They all bleed together. Yeah, <laughs> touche. But uh. Yeah, I've seen Jason Statham's been posting a bunch of stuff from that. I'll watch it. Um, what else have we watched? I don't. I, I think that might be it. I was gonna say that's pretty much it for me. Maybe we could watch. Ooh. Ninety seconds of Wedding Crashers. Sounds good. I know that's a little out there, but thought maybe it would be fun. I want to sneak in for the fans that this week there's a bunch of good movies at the theaters. I'm gonna see that new Bond movie. At some point. Yeah, you got to get that in our review. We need a review for that. Yeah. And the new Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, medieval Me Too movie, The Last Duel. I want to see that. If you want to see that also, we should get that in. And, you know, a bunch of more good stuff. We'll be covering Doom next week. It's the yes. I have nothing to do with it. That'd be great. We just watched David Lynch's Dune instead of the dope new one. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I have no problem. I don't with that think either. I've ever finished it, to be perfectly honest. It's not great, but I did my best. And yes. Um, I'm gonna start the uh, wedding crashers here. Let me get my timer going. Oh. Boom. Go. Now you're gonna be heat player for once in your life. He'd love you to come. Yes. Yes. John, are you a fan of Wedding Crashers? I don't know that I've ever seen it. <laughs> I've never seen this. Never. What is this? Something about crab cakes and football? <laughs> That's what Marilyn does. Vince Vaughn is so tall. Okay? Owen Wilson's like a regular height dude, and Vince is towering over him. Wow. So weird seeing Lightning McQueen in real life. <laughs> yeah, you've become very familiar with the Cars franchise. You're full dad mode right now. Mr. Environmental is also a hunter. Right, wrong scene. Don't forget to stretch, guys. We're going to be in the field in ten. Bradley Cooper was not Bradley Cooper yet in this, and it's odd to see. Like he's, I don't want to say he's like a De Niro now, but like he's definitely a lot bigger than like the jerk boyfriend role. Yeah. Hey, this was, yeah, he was like a sidecar. Now he's leading man, he's directing movies. I can't get the sound right on this TV. Uh, I just want to look at you. Oh, this is, I really hope they don't cut out here. Oh, the lights are doing that thing that I hate so much. Should we make a Cars spinoff called Sidecars? We should. I was going to say, but you, you know I'm upset. That's perfect. I, good one to end on. And it's a good screen grab there, too. Remember when you did the screen grabs of every scene in The Departed? That was a nice touch. I did do that. It's too late now. We're 45 minutes into the movie. Yeah. That was that was a Just Departed thing. 
I still say we bring the departed back. I mean, After we finish this, we come back in with the departed. I'm I done. think it will be long enough. We're an yeah. hour and twenty minutes left in this movie, so we got a lot of time to think about it and decide. But Sean, do you have any plugs? I'll let you get your guest plugs. Oh, jeez. Uh, www.ankfit.com. <laughs> what a guy! You doing my plug? I appreciate that, buddy. Yes. But truly, I need fucking trainers. I don't want clients anymore. I, I need trainers. That's like I will be open. Okay, fine. I'll be a trainer. Okay, <laughs> I get it. I will squeeze myself into an extra large ank fit shirt, <laughs> and I'll stand out in front. I would love having you guys there all day. Why don't you just do exactly that? Just get certifications and build the clientele. Can we put a bar on the back? Yeah. And then we can just be in Rocky mode all you day. You bartending just, in my gym? Us just montaging around, like hitting fucking. I'm in. I mean, you guys yeah. can come by and hang out for nothing. We could do that. Oh, it'd be like a barbershop. This is great. Ooh, exactly. Barbershop reboot. Coming soon. White barbershop, we'll call it. <laughs> no one will have a problem with that. No. That's a green Hank won't. No. Uh, that's my plug, though. Sean did my plug. So, Hoops, you get your plugs in, and we're out. Check out the South Shore Boys podcast, and check out the Wii Game Show on YouTube, starring Danny Boy. And why don't you shoot us an email on the podcast at gmail.com with what you've been watching or whatever, and maybe have a go. Have a good one, man. Folks! That's enough. Thank you again, Sean, for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. I think I was better than Monty. You're going to have to do it again. No, let's keep lingering. Um, yeah, thanks for doing the show. It's great. Having two kids and a busy life, it's a big deal for you to roar up here from the South Shore, so mm. you're going to uh, do at least 15 more episodes in the life of this program. Absolutely. Our studio will be somewhere on the South Shore. <laughs> oh. oh. Spoilers. We'll spoilers. Folks, have a goo. Have a goo, everybody. Now thinking about tomorrow, singing sweet home.